We talk and we yell. We kvetch and we kvell. It's Carol and Ethel's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our podcast. My name is Ethel Goldenberger. And I'm Carol Blumenfeld. Now, normally on our podcast, we discuss matters of a quotidian variety. We've been told we have a real flair for the mundane. So we wanted to mix things up a bit and talk about something a little more theatrical. That's why today's episode is going to be an in-depth analysis of the works of Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. The Bard. Carol and I are very well-versed in the works of Mr. Shakespeare. Back at summer camp, we did that play together, remember? I was Lady Macbeth and you were Othello. I don't think that's right. What do you mean? Well, you're not supposed to say Macbeth out loud. It's bad luck. Why is it bad luck? One time I was at Day Bars with Jerry Herbert Schwartz and I said Macbeth and then later he spilled gefilte fish all over 79th Street. Why did you say Macbeth? Well, I wasn't talking about Macduff. Which one is Macduff? Is he, is he the one with the bathtub full of money? Uh, no, that's Scrooge McDuck. Then who's the one who gets visited by the Goyesha ghosts? Uh, that's Ebenezer Scrooge. Then who are the ones who are always falling down? Uh, that's the Three Stooges. And who was the one who ran for president? Uh, that's Pete Buttigieg. And what does he have to do with Shakespeare? Uh, absolutely nothing. That's probably why he lost the primary. Now, much like politics, theater today is not what it used to be. There's a certain craft. There's a certain je ne sais quoi. There's a certain saumon fumé. Which is why today we want to focus on the classics. Because remember, old things are good and new things are bad, and it's really that simple. So Shakespeare, you know, he really... He really wrote a lot of, of plays. He's probably most well-known for his plays. Yeah, I, I would say that's accurate. Now, perhaps his most famous play, of course, is, is, is Romeo and Juliet. Which is most commonly known as the namesake for a loophole in Age of Consent laws. It's one of those over-the-top teen dramas where everyone's dead by the end of it. Yeah, it's really needlessly gratuitous, but what you have to understand is that these were the days before HBO. That's right, so if you wanted to see something really grotesque, you had to go, you know, basically anywhere in England. No monthly subscription necessary. Now, Shakespeare didn't only write tragedies, he also wrote histories where everything always goes very well for everyone. Remember when I fell asleep during Henry IV Part Two? Yeah, and you didn't wake up until Henry VI Part Three. That must have been a long nap. Now, of course, we can't forget about the comedies. We love comedies. Especially the kind where your English teacher has to explain several hundred years of historical references for you to get the joke. My favorite kinds of jokes are the ones that make me go... Yeah, I see how audiences at the time would have appreciated that. What would you say is your favorite Shakespearean comedy? Which is the one with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? Uh, that's Hamlet. That's a tragedy. What was he thinking, putting two wisecracking Jewish sidekicks in a tragedy? I don't think they're Jewish. What do you mean they're not Jewish? I think they're like Danish or something. All right, well now it's a tragedy. And is Hamlet the one where they do to be or not to be? That's not Hamlet. That's from when we were looking for apartments. I'm pretty sure it's Hamlet. No, remember we wound up renting to be, but we really should have rented not to be? Oh, that's right. To be had cockroaches. What did not to be have? That is the question. Do you remember we saw Midsummer Night's Dream? I most certainly do. And like any good night's dream, I got up five times to go to the bathroom. Better than the time we tried to go see The Tempest, but it got rained out. Or when we thought we had tickets to Twelfth Night, but we got the date wrong. Or the time we went to see Coriolanus and I had that uh, horrible... Carol, Carol, I, I'm not sure that story is appropriate. Well, in the end, it wound up being much ado about nothing. Oh, that's a good one. What do you mean? You know, much ado about nothing, the Shakespeare play. Oh, I don't know that one. What do you mean you don't know that one? You just happen to use that phrase while we're making jokes about Shakespeare plays? These aren't jokes. They're just things that happen to us. Yeah, but, you know, we're doing comedy. Well, now it's more like a comedy of errors. Okay, that was on purpose, right? Yeah, obviously. Who just goes around using the phrase comedy of errors? All right, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much. You're very handsome. Now it's time for the two of us to exit Pursued by a Bear. I'd rather exit Pursued by a Pepsi. I have tums in the other room. Yeah, all right.